0: Today with Joe Nash on Live 95.
1: Let's talk business with Ford Lease. Hassle free vehicle leasing. Search Ford Lease to find out more. As you'll have heard on Live 95 news, some primary school principals say they're spending weekends contact tracing for the HSC and arranging COVID 19 testing for families. The INTO says they need engagement and assurances on safety in schools. Joining us now we have Joe Lines, who's from the INTO and also Principal of Ballybrown National School, along with Principal of Corpus Christi School in Moiros, Tiernan O'Neill. You're both very welcome to the programme this morning. Good morning.
0: Thank you very much, Gillian. Uh, morning, Tiernan. Good morning, Joe.
1: Uh, Joe, if I can start with yourself first of all. And of course. Are teachers turning into public health officials?
0: Well, it's just that I suppose what we find is that there is a, a major problem with information. And that I, for instance, have had several people who have rung me and said, I've heard that there is a child in my school has been diagnosed with positive and I'm waiting for someone from the HSE to contact me and it hasn't happened. And you know that there's a huge responsibility then on school and school principals to try and keep the children and the staff safe and that they feel that we're being drift-fed information and that they feel that while time is passing by, that, uh, you know, things are not going to get better.
1: Tiernan, you came out yesterday and said that you you're spent the weekend contacting and trying to arrange tests. How did that arise?
2: Well, I suppose just from the outset, I think just to say, Gillian, it's, it's vital and it's critical that schools remain open. You know, when you see the ramifications of previous school closures, um, we just we just cannot count closing at this stage. But I suppose what we're looking for, Um, And I completely concur with what Joe was saying. We need appropriate measures to put in place to ensure we can remain open in a safe and a sustainable way. You know, no matter what fancy terminology we're using, you know, such as bubbles and pods, the realities are our our schools are overcrowded and underfunded and are now dealing with a a global pandemic on on a wing and a prayer, really, because the government has failed to deliver on, I suppose, a fit-for-purpose, fast-track school-specific testing and tracing system. And uh, as you've alluded to there, like, myself and other principals around the country are, have been left in the tradition position of contacting staff and parents at weekends and at night time, making public health decisions that we're in no way qualified to make.
1: Yeah, and look, I'm a parent of a child who's in school as well, but I'm putting my faith in our public health officials because I know as teachers and as school principals, that's not where your expertise lies. But... For example, we, I've, heard the rumor. I've heard the rumour. I've heard the rumour, Joe. You mentioned your parents are ringing you mm-hmm. saying that they've heard this the, yep. This child tested positive. Yep. My child's come home and said things like that to me. Well, but yep. I go, I'm not going to ring and ask the school because it's not their job. I'll hear from the HSE if my child needs to be tested. Um, but I did wonder, are teachers and principals getting all these worried calls based on, Possibly on rumours, because kids spread rumours too, and they're not—they can't all be true.
0: Oh, of course I agree with you. But what I'm I'm saying, Jillian, is that I've had even cases where uh, principals ring me and saying that a parent has told me that my that their child has tested positive, and the principal has said, "But nobody from the HSE has contacted me," and they feel there's a huge responsibility on them. Whereas that what we've been told along by the government is that once a case is diagnosed in a school, the HSC will take over and they will contact the school and they will set everything in motion. And the principals find that, obviously, it's a huge responsibility. And we have, you know, we have, we're have. we conscious that children are going home to parents and maybe to elderly grandparents, people who may be living with immune-suppressed conditions and so on. And all along since, and Tiana no, and what I identify with this, Like that, We were there in August, waiting for directions from the government. And they often came through an email, the school email, on Friday night or on a Saturday morning. And, you know, we were just being drip-fed information. And, for instance, there was an awful lot of grey areas. One of the things is the difference between a close contact and a casual contact in a school setting. We hear in some areas... A teacher is dis- described as a close contact. The class and all, all the class and the teacher are told they have to restrict for 14 days. In another area, a teacher is told, well, actually, you're a casual contact. You can come back into school. So, you know, there's a lot of ambiguity. And I really feel what Tiernan is saying that the class size issue in Ireland is coming home to roost because 20% of children in Limerick schools are in classes of 30 or more. And the classrooms were not built to accommodate that number of personnel. Nowadays, you probably have an SNA in the class as well. You could have other special education teachers coming in doing support roles in the staff and in the room. So you finish up having over thirty people in a in a small room, and chance of any social distancing is negligible.
1: Tiernan, uh, your school is based in Limerick City North, which was one of the electoral areas that got, uh, you know, a fairly high incidence right back in the summer. Um, what 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 are you hearing on the ground? What are parents saying to you and what what's the feeling there?
2: Uh, the amazing thing about all this, Eileen, is that, you know, it's, it's been obviously quite difficult to be part of what's considered a once in a century pandemic, but it's also been quite powerful to be part of and to see the support we're getting from parents and the support we're getting from the wider community. It's been absolutely amazing. The support, as I said, has been amazing. The one place we're lacking support from at the moment is our government. And just going back to what you said there, I'm an example of a principal who was informed by uh, a parent rather than by the HSD that a child had tested positive. You know, and I am not criticising the public health officials. They do amazing jobs. They're brilliant people. But the system is completely overwhelmed. And it's becoming increasingly obvious that the public health precautions for our school communities are just totally inadequate. As as I said, the system is literally overwhelmed.
1: Do you think we're going to face a situation where they'll be closed again?
2: We have to open, Gillian. But at the moment, I'm not confident in the systems and the measures that are in place. And the reality is, you know, we hear... Sound bites from the department that over the next 7 to 10, to 10 days we have a hi- hiatus the Halloween break is coming but you know why Why, why hasn't this been done over the last 8 months you know I don't know what we're going to do in the next 7-10 days to allow schools to safely, to safely reopen and um, you know and I dread the thought of going back into uh, online learning you know the, at the end of the day what is education all about it's about relationships and I think that's absolutely key and it's been further amplified by this pandemic. Like, you cannot develop relationships via tablets and laptops. Um, it has to be done with the children here on site for that to happen. But we need clear, clear protocols now and procedures that enable us to move forward with what I've described already is a once-in-a-century pandemic.
1: Joe, what do you think could be done to make things easier uh, on people like your, yourself, pe- the, the principals who are managing the situation?
0: Well, I think that government and the HPSC to set up a dedicated wing basically dedicated to contacting schools and looking after schools the government set out last june last july that whatever happened schools were going to open in september and remain open and i haven't met a teacher who disagrees with that every teacher would would say exactly what Tiernan is saying. If a child is in front of you, you can help them. If a child is at the end of a a, a, a computer line or something, it's much more difficult. And it is all about being there in the classroom and being able to see the difficulties and being able to help them. Plus, there is no doubt in the world that children being back at school and being able to play with their friends is a huge positive step. But three weeks ago, there were 12 outbreaks in schools. Two weeks ago, there were 25. Last week, there were 46 do the math. it's getting bigger and bigger and the HPSC needs to be on top of it and as I said, they need to say if schools are the priority, then we have to give them the priority, we have to make sure that there are people who will contact the school straight away and give them advice and we all saw the case of a school down in Kerry that closed and were told by the Department of Education to open the following day that doesn't inspire confidence in, in parents or anything, and the school was acting because they were concerned about the children and the teachers and the community
1: do you think the principal did the right thing by closing
0: the school? I think he definitely did because obviously it was something that was decided with the Board of management and that they felt that they had to act. and you know the thing is that it, there is a huge responsibility, and schools are our community, and as I said, children are going home to parents and grandparents and so on, many of whom could have different health conditions and so on, and you know, look, the teachers are are exactly the same, and we need to have clarity and we need to know that. If the priority is keeping the schools open, well, then the government is prepared to back up that with the resources.
1: Tiernan, are you being inundated by calls from parents?
2: Uh, again, we're, I mean, we would be in regular contact with parents. But as I said already, Judith, the parents have been so, so supportive. They understand what is happening. I suppose they also are very anxious about the ramifications of further lockdowns. And again, as, as Joe has articulated there, we're now in a level five context. It's an extraordinary context, Julian, And schools right across the country are doing incredible work. But sadly, the work being done by schools, for me personally, is not being matched by a, an extraordinary solution, solution-focused response from our government.
1: Okay, well, we have to leave it there. We know uh, lots of our listeners have very, very strong views on this issue. Do get in touch. Let us know what you think. Give us a call on 461995 or WhatsApp or text us on 086 123 9595 Joe Lyons, principal of um, Bally Brown National School and principal of Corpus Christy Moy Ross Tiernan O'Neill. Thanks for joining us on Limerick today this morning.
0: Thank you, Jane. Limerick today with Joe Nash on Live 95.
1: Let's talk business with Ford Lease, hassle free vehicle leasing. Search Ford Lease to find out more.